This podcast episode is entitled The Holy Spirit, the Third Member of the Trinity. As I'm recording this, today is Pentecost, the day in which the Holy Spirit descended on the disciples and the apostles like flames of fire, and the church was born. So I thought it was an appropriate time to take a look at who the Holy Spirit is and His, yes, His is the right pronoun. Despite modern thinking, no part of the Trinity is feminine attributes. The Holy Spirit is sometimes an overlooked member of the Holy Trinity. It seems like more emphasis is placed on God and Jesus in our churches than in the Holy Spirit. It's like pastors are afraid that they would seem too Pentecostal and or charismatic if they speak about the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is an equal member of the Trinity and just as important as God and Jesus. He just has different duties. The word spirit does not mean ghost in the context of the scriptures. The Oxford Companion to the Bible's definition of the name of the Holy Spirit is, There is no distinct term for spirit in the languages of the Bible. The concept was expressed by a metaphorical use of words that mean literally wind and breath. Hebrew, Ruah, Greek, pneuma. The English word spirit is simply an anglicized form of the Latin word for breath, spiritus. So then, the colloquism of the Holy Spirit as the Holy Ghost is very inaccurate. A ghost is a spirit that a person can see, and the Holy Spirit is unseen. God and Jesus are not physically on earth, but the Holy Spirit is on earth to assist believers and convict non-believers of their sins, so they can repent and put their trust in Jesus as their Savior. The Holy Spirit has a few different names in the scriptures. He is mentioned as the Holy Spirit in only four places in the scriptures, however. Psalm 51, verse 11, Luke 11, chapter 13, Ephesians 1, verse 13, and Ephesians 4, verse 30. In most other places in Scripture, the Holy Spirit is just referred to as the Spirit, the Holy Spirit being implied. When you see just the word Spirit, it is usually followed by an attribute of the Spirit, such as the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of life, etc. You will also see the Spirit of God. When you see just the word Spirit, you will know it means the Holy Spirit. Let's take a look at some of the duties of the Holy Spirit. He is the author of Scripture, since the Word of God is God-breathed. He is the Comforter, some translations state this as Helper, who comforts those in Christ. He is the Advocate, who defends us. He convicts unbelievers of their sins, so they can repent of their sins and trust in Christ as their Savior. The Holy Spirit is a guide to help believers understand the Scriptures. Unbelievers are unable to understand the scriptures since the Holy Spirit does not live in them. The Holy Spirit lives in believers to direct them and guide them and to be the link between God and man. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us with the Father. He prays for us when we are so distraught we can't pray ourselves. The Holy Spirit is a teacher sent to the disciples to remind them what Jesus taught them while he was on earth. One of the most interesting attributes of the Holy Spirit is that he is the restrainer. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 6-8, through 8, Paul tells the Thessalonians about how the Holy Spirit restrains all evil in the world until he is taken out of the way when the rapture occurs. Once the Holy Spirit's restraint is moved from the world, a greater level of evil than what we see now will occur and the Antichrist will arise. The aspect of the Holy Spirit that allows him to indwell new believers and guide them will still be around during the tribulation period, but the restraining aspect will not be there. I hope you have enjoyed my brief overview of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. See you next time.